everybody. I hope you're doing well. I hope this video or podcast finds you well. and welcome you to Faith Family Fellowship's uh, Tuesday morning devotional. And so in this devotional on Tuesday, you may be finding it some other day of the week. That's fine. Uh, the scripture doesn't change, and so no matter when you uh, when you find this and when you're hearing, we're just looking at the Bible and talking through it. And so we're in Hebrews, Hebrews 4, really the first few verses of chapter 4, and talk about Jesus and the promise of the rest that he brings. And so Hebrews 4 once says, Therefore, while the promise of entering his rest, God's rest, still stands, let us fear, lest any of you should see seem to have re- failed to reach it, for good news came to us just as to them, but the message they heard did not benefit them, because they were not united by faith with those who listened. Now, what are these verses talking about? So the author of Hebrews has been talking about Israel and how Israel was called out of uh, slavery in Egypt and that God brought them from their place of bondage and slavery and brought them into a land of promise, that God had promised the land of Canaan. What is, uh, what is Israel today in that, that geographic area? God had promised to his people, to the children of Abraham, Abraham, uh, the the sons and families of Israel, the twelve tribes, and so God had promised this land to them, and that God was fulfilling this promise by sending Moses to lead the people out of Egypt and to carry them into this land, and so He has just been talking about what happened then, as these people did not unite what they saw with belief, as as we saw here at these these verses that the message, the same message that they heard, we heard, we hear. We've heard the same message. The gospel does not change. The story of redemption God has bringing about from Genesis to Revelation has always been the same. And that gospel work of redemption in the Son is the same today. So the gospel we hear about, that we talk about, that we know from Scripture is the same gospel, the same offer of mercy and grace in the Messiah at the point with Moses and Israel was looking forward to the coming fulfillment of that promise. That it was not, it hadn't occurred yet, but they trusted in the God who spoke and the God who revealed and the God who told them to trust in Him and to order their lives after God. And that now, as Jesus has come, we see that the promise has been fulfilled in him. The same message was presented to them, yet in seeing God and hearing God's word, they did not trust in him. So it says, the warning here is, therefore, since the promise of entering his rest, they did not enter because of unbelief. They did not believe God, so they were not able to enter the land of promise. And now his uh, this promise of entering the rest is still there. It hasn't ended. Life, because today is today and trusting tomorrow comes, the offer of entering the rest of God, of entering what Jesus has fully accomplished, which the author of Hebrews is growing to unpack, 
that the rest of God that at one time in history looked like a location was a place, a land of flowing of milk and honey is the way it was described. A land flowing with the surplus, with, with, uh, with comforts and pleasures of, of needs met. This land was not an end in itself. And the Israelites didn't seem to get it. That the point was not ground and dirt, but the point was, as Hebrews will make vividly clear as we continue to look at, the point is to be in God's kingdom and to look forward to being near Him. The goal is not this world. The goal is not here. It is not now and around us that we have so much stuff. But the goal of what God was doing, the goal of what God does in your life and my life, is that we would enter His rest, the rest that Jesus has accomplished on the cross, that because of what He has done, we can stand before God completely forgiven, completely freed, so that by His work of grace, by His intercession for us, by Him standing in our place, we have nothing more to do before God but simply to trust and depend upon Him. To listen to Him and to trust Him. And so, they, His warning is here is that let us fear that any of us should have failed to reach it because we did not believe, as he unpacks it there. For good news came to us, justice to them, yet they did not. It wasn't beneficial to them. So the Israelites who were brought out of Egypt, they saw God do these great things, and yet when they came to the land of promise, they said, we cannot do this. We can't go in. They chose to look at what they saw and see that the people were taller than them, and the cities were high. And, and difficult and near impossible in their minds to come against and to win, to come to siege these, these cities and to actually successfully do it and uh, drop, the, drop the walls and get in. And so God had promised this land and that he would go before his people and the people rejected. They said no. No, it can't. You can't do it. It's not going to happen. We are not capable. And instead of trusting in what God had said, they disbelieved. They did not believe God. Therefore, they did not enter the rest of God. They did not enter the promised land. But for 40 years, they walked around until they all died. And then the next generation, God raised up, and through the leadership of Joshua, they went in and took the promised land. This is an illustration for you and me. This is an illustration of hearing God's word and rejecting God's word. That the promise of rest then was a place. But now true rest is not in a location, but in a position before God. So that when we hear his word in the gospel, we should respond in belief and trusting God and trusting what he has said so that we will find rest in Jesus. And that rest, that rest is, is not first a tangible rest. But first, it's a spiritual rest, a rest from our works to please God, a rest from our works to merit his favor, but instead a jettisoning of those things in order to trust in Jesus and what he has done to merit 
God's favor on our behalf to merit forgiveness for us. So the promise of entering the rest of God, of ceasing from our works and our efforts, is accomplished only in the Son. Therein comes the benefit. Upon that belief comes the benefit of, of God and of resting from our works. Friends, do you trust in Jesus? Do you have rest? Is rest what you would describe your relationship with God? Is it restful? Is it rejuvenating? Is it joyful? Is it good? Or do you look at time with the Lord as exhausting? As cumbersome? As difficult? If you do, you're missing something. You don't truly understand, possibly, what, uh, what God has done for you in Jesus. Spend time. Think about this word that we're looking at in Scripture. Think about what, what he's saying here. Think about Israel and Moses and what happened then as they're being brought out of Egypt. Think about what Jesus has accomplished. Think about the, the thieves hanging on, on the cross beside Jesus who cries out, the one who cries out that Jesus would forgive him and that Jesus would, would, would save him even though he did not deserve it. And as he cries out, and trust in the Son. He receives beautiful promise that he will be with the Savior the next day. Oh, good stuff. I hope you'll cry out to Christ. Remind yourself of him. Consider him. And respond to him today. See, then Israel had a very tangible, those, that first generation out of Egypt had a very tangible picture of their failure to trust in God in that they were led around the wilderness until they died. You and me may not see such a tangible thing, but by God's word, that word will reveal our hearts to see and to compare and to illuminate what we're depending on so that we would not have failed to reach his rest. Ensure, friend, ensure that you have not failed to enter his rest, the rest of Christ, the rest of salvation, by turning to him, by seeing what he says here, that the way that we fail to enter the rest of God, the way we fail to enter a saving relationship with God, is by rejecting and not believing in the Son, Jesus. That's it. It's not anything you do. It's not anything you fail to do. It's not any poor decision or poor desire that you may have. It's in an unbelief of God and an unbelief in Jesus and what he has done. So, it is belief, it is trust, it is full and complete trust in the Son. That is the foundation of a relationship made right before God. Trusting in the works of another, of your Savior Jesus. May God bless you today.